Hey everybody, welcome to my live. This is my Alicia and today we're going live with Kaylin Easley. We're going to be discussing the dating scene because it is a discussion that needs to be had. I'm going to go ahead and add Kaylin in right now. Hi! How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited to talk about this topic because it needs to be had. Okay, we need to talk about it. So You're not lying. Get into it. Kaylin is a woman of wisdom, knowledge. She reads the girls and the guys okay she reads us so i the perfect conversation with her but before we get into that kaylin i have to ask how have you possessed so much knowledge on topics regarding dating and relationships and where does that wisdom come from you know i feel like well i think the first thing started with my parents my parents are older and they're more experienced with different things with different people and I would just kind of listen to them pick up on things and a lot of the times I just watched like as a child I really wasn't I was outspoken but when it came to me moving around and being in front of people I really was not that outspoken I more so just kind of sat and listened and then once I started experiencing things I was like it, it took me by surprise because I was like how can people be so shitty and 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 I'm I'm really trying to be a good person to them. Like it pissed me off because I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like I'm really trying to be the best person that I can to them. Hi everybody. And I it took it really what rocked my world was my first serious relationship, which occurred when I was like a junior in high school, and then I uh, we stopped dating when we were freshmen in college, and that was like the that relationship taught me the most. It taught me a, a, a lot about myself and then it made me look at things in a, like I was already very analytical about different things, but that really made me, it, I felt it. Like it was different feeling it. And so ever since then, like, cause even in high school, like I, at some point I'm gonna post it. Like I was always talking, like I was going on my stories, doing the same thing I'm doing on TikTok. And I noticed like, I'm just happy I kept that passion up. And I think that what I what I would examine when I was younger and then what I started going through as of like recently in my, in my older years, that really influenced me to kind of be where I am today. Well, I have to say, I'm glad you used your platform because you really, you're, you've helped me. Like when I came across y'all, I said, oh yeah, she done read me. Cause I feel like I agree sometimes <laughs> like, yeah, why are people, why are people the way they are? Why are they treating me like this? So I feel like, thank you yeah. for using this platform and giving the world advice and giving us Period. the, you say you don't sugarcoat stuff, okay? So, Period. let's have okay. questions. Let's get into the nitty gritty of the dating scene. So I wanted to know, what's your opinion on, what's your opinion on today's dating scene? I feel like personally, there are a lot of broken people in relationships or trying to get into relationships and i think that that's where the whole toxic relationship and all of these things come in because i think that we have a lot of people trying to they're fixated on being in a relationship they think that like i remember being in high school and there was a kid and he was talking about how you know he's never going to find anybody to be with he's never going to like he's going to be alone forever and he was a freshman in high school and it's like i feel like we've put so much of it i was like boy please like we put so much value yeah and it's a lot of people like that and i'm kind of like at this point you know your value does not depend on whether you're in a relationship or not or if somebody loves you or not because i feel like if so many people people don't really take the time to love themselves and they just kind of scoop they're, they're ready for somebody else to claim that put that claim on them. it's just so much going on 
And and I feel like it starts young. I feel like it starts when we're young, and then as we get older, like the dating scene is just for for just looking back and seeing what people go through. Like I'd be like, oh my goodness, like exactly. are y'all okay? Exactly. So do you yeah. feel dating scenes the way is because, like you said, people are just focused on having somebody to be instead of really really coming into a relationship as a whole person. Because I feel like. A, mm-hmm. I, in this, our, I can't talk. Our generation, I feel like if we did the, the inside work on ourselves, maybe it would go better. I feel like a lot of people have deep, yeah. they don't know how to approach people. They haven't been taught to court. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like this because it, it's, yeah. it's ghetto. It's ghetto out here. I'm going, I'm, I no, you're not lying. It is ghetto. And I agree with you. I feel like you have some people that are, have not dealt with their hurt have not dealt with their trauma and they're trying to use other people to do it. And then they get in these relationships and the relationships are horrible. They feel bad, but they, they're almost attached to that feeling. Mm -hmm. It's like, they don't know how to be alone and they don't, it's like, and I just seen a video from one of my mutuals and she said that sometimes you can be using people to cope. And I feel like a lot of people aren't dating, they're coping and they're, they're doing it with somebody else and, calling it dating and I and sometimes they don't even realize it and I think that it's crazy because it's kind of like it, it's an ongoing it's a revolving door of trauma and it's a revolving door of hurt and it's like it really doesn't stop because and, and I think a lot of people don't know how to deal with the hurt I think a lot of people don't know how to heal or they don't think they have to because I think you have some people that's that's just walking around hurt and they don't see it because they've adapted and normalized to whatever they've been feeling. So it's kind of almost like walking on a bad knee. And at first it hurts, but then you get used to the pain. It's kind of like you adapt to it. It may hurt, but it's the hurt that you know. And so I feel like that's how a lot of people are carrying themselves in relationships. And then these same people start having kids. So now it's passed on to the kids. And if the kids, because I, I can't even fault kids for sucking that up because at that point which at some point in their life they do have the option to do better once they start realizing things but it's hard when you're born into something and I feel like that's how it keeps going and that's why people nowadays are hurting because I feel like our our generation of parents are invalidating and don't having given you know our people our age the advantage of being able to open up and communicate and talk about like it's it's so it goes so much deeper like yeah it does exactly yeah that what you're saying like you have that hurt and stuff so say two people come together and you know red flags it's a red flag so how would you how how what what how would you say to get out of that like some people can't leave just off of one red flag so what do you how do you what do you what's your advice on that basically that is really, this is a tricky one because as much as I would love for people to leave when they see the first red flag, a lot of people won't because I think you have a lot of people that want to have faith, that want to have hope. You have a lot of people that want to put a, like they want to have the, the hope that it's going to work. But then again, sometimes it's almost like a thing where people have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. But then also at that point, you've distributed all yourself into this one person into this relationship and now you're drained and now you you've lost yourself in a relationship that never gave anything to you and I feel like it's it's sometimes for a lot of us because that's what it took for me it took for me to be when I say drained drained to leave and and I seen that other like I seen that there was better other places and it was like it took me seeing how good someone else can treat me 
and it's it took me being at the lowest of lows to be like okay this is some bullshit and because even after a disappointment after disappointment after this i mean pain some shit that i wouldn't want nobody to go through Mm -hmm. i would still stay and it's kind of like it takes you really being grinded down sadly for a lot of people because i feel like when you have somebody that's broken they're going to excuse a lot of it and it's hard for them to see clearly or that's like they're looking through a fog lens Mm -hmm. and it's like it really i would i would encourage people first to heal because I feel like once you heal and once you recognize, you're, you're able to recognize things better because you're not going to desperately try to hold on to anybody. You're not going to try to make excuses because you know yourself, you love yourself, and you're very self-aware. So I would always encourage people to heal first. But if not, and you have some people that just kind of like stick on, it's going to take them being drained, I feel, to kind of get to the point where they're like, okay, no, I can't do this. Exactly. Yeah, my mom always tells me, like, you got to you gotta get tired yourself. I can't keep on telling you you're going to leave something. Yeah. Else physically like okay i'm over this and then i agree it's about healing it's about knowing your worth respecting yourself and then you'll know who yep. you deal with because i saw something on twitter that stop um stop staying in these poor experiences with people just to say you have people i'd rather be alone than experience crappy stuff yeah exactly i can understand that yeah yeah i just feel like it's inner healing like it just has to do with you do you do you love yourself do you yeah. So to keep on tolerating, you know, the BS from people. And then two, let's, we've talked about red flags, but let's talk about another ghosting. I just, I'm confused. Cause sometimes I feel like it's, you don't owe somebody an explanation, but then I feel like it's rude. What do you think? What do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel like I've seen, I remember watching a show where a guy, I guess he just wasn't interested in, in the girl no more, or he just felt it wasn't going to work. And his way of doing that was just to stop all communication. And for me, I thrive off of communication. Just let me know. Like, I feel like there's no better way than communicating. If you're not interested, like, just say that. Because I feel like some people will leave somebody else under a false pretense or not, or it's kind of like, I'm thinking that, okay, we are going to be able to go here or do this. Like, I feel like it really leaves too much room and confusion for somebody that's been ghosted. And I really don't like that. Cause I'm just like, just be honest. It, it's not going to take much to get, just say, Hey, I don't think that this is going to work because yada, 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 whatever. And if they act crazy, they act crazy. They was, if, I mean, regardless, people will be acting up. I feel like if somebody is really irrational, that's one thing, but I feel like to just ghost somebody cause you're simply not interested or so I feel like some in, in most instances, there should be some kind of message delivered like, hey, you know, I just don't think that this is going to work, but whatever. And then just leave it at that. And if you don't want to respond to it, I mean, I just feel like allowing them to know that I want to disconnect from this something. Exactly. So do you feel like people don't owe people explanations or like because I see I can see both sides. Hmm. Like, cause like you, I, I can like, understand that. Yeah. I feel like people think they're like protecting other people's feelings. So they just like, I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to just, you know, disappear. But on the other hand, just passive aggressive, passive aggressive. I feel like it's very yeah. aggressive. So yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it, it's really tricky because I feel like, you know, and, and to be honest, nobody is owed anything. Like I can, I can see that. I feel like it's the more courteous thing to do because, Hey, you know, if somebody wants to disappear, They'll do that if they feel like that's necessary. But I feel like it speaks loudly to their character. And why couldn't you just have the decency to tell me, hey, I don't think that this is going to work anymore. I mean, it could have just been as simple as that because it's something so small, so simple, but it means a lot. 
And I feel like it's almost better for somebody else to be able to close that that piece of the chapter and whatever you know book it may be in, hmm. even though it may have just been a page. Hey, they could just put a period on it, and and that's that's it for them. But I feel like to not say anything, I feel like it's a little rude to do that. And somebody said in the comments, commu communication is definitely key because I start making my own assumptions and scenarios. Bree yourself said that. Yeah, yep. I agree. Because I start overthinking like, dang, what did I do wrong? Did I do something? Yeah. It's just, I feel like we're adults, communicate. And if you really respected what we had, you would have told me what the problem was. So I definitely agree. And then the next thing, because I don't want to keep it too long, long distance relationships. Long distance relationship. Yes. <laughs> I, for me, I love. I don't necessarily love long distance, but I have been, like, my boyfriend just got back from being long distance, and it was it was hard. But I feel like we were. I feel like in order to be in a long distance relationship, you have to be on the same page. Like y'all have to be connect at the minds. I feel like you cannot. Y'all cannot be on two different pages. I mean, the communication has to be there. The understanding has to be there. Sometimes, you know, you have to. I mean, with long distance, if that person wants to not talk to you for a few days, I mean, it would be better if they communicated that, hey, I need some space or something. But then sometimes they'll use the long distance to their advantage and say, OK, well, I'm just going to take some time to myself. And you won't be able to. I mean, they could just decline your calls, which sucks. And it's like long distance is difficult and it's not for everybody. Yeah. But I really feel like people that know what they want and they know that they want each other those are the best kind of people to be in long distance relationships because if you're unsure if you're unsteady and not grounded it probably won't be the best situation exactly it's hard do you feel like in long distance relationships it leaves room for both parties to be thinking like me personally i don't really like long distance because i feel like you over there like oh is, is she messing with somebody and i'm over here are you messing with somebody mm -hmm. so i do like it goes back to what you said strong you got to be really strong to do a long distance relationship and you yeah. done that you, your boyfriend was living somewhere else yeah he was deployed for like ooh, like seven or eight months but he was gone for almost like a year okay. like a little less than a year so he was gone for a while and it was kind of like for me i've all i never really it's, it is difficult because you always wonder, is this person doing me right? Or, you know, it's always that a thoughts in the back of your mind. But for me, I was just kind of like, regardless, if there's something happening behind my back, I'm going to find out at hey. some point. And I just tell myself, I'm not going to worry myself about things that I can't control. And then I also have to tell myself, is this person giving me valid reason to believe that they're doing something? Or am I just in my head because I'm having an insecure moment? Like, I think about things like that because you want to be able to have make a distinction because you definitely don't want to go off on a tangent go off on your partner mm -hmm. but something you've accumulated in your own mind without them doing anything because uh, I, I know we've all been at a point to where we've done something like that but yeah like i feel like it is it you really have to be steady and stable and just really know what it is that you want and what you're looking for and i think that that really helps when it comes to long i mean just in general but it really helps when it comes to long distance okay exactly so we talked about long distance we talked about dating and relationships so how do you feel about like that freshman boy you said i mean i think he was the boy you said he was like oh my god i'm a freshman i'm alone so what did you mm -hmm. feel like oh my god i'm never gonna find anybody i haven't had a boyfriend i haven't had a girlfriend what would you say to them because it does get it is times where people are like dang like they feel like they're left out. They haven't experienced much. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's tricky because I feel like multiple things could, you know, just 
have to do with that. But I feel like, in which I could understand for somebody that hasn't been in a relationship, why they are like, I've never been with anybody. Like, am I ever going to find somebody? Because it, it's different when you, it's something you haven't had. Um, and I just tell people, like, take this time to just develop yourself and build yourself up so that when whenever that relationship comes, you know how to handle yourself in it. And you know how to, you know, you, you like take this time to learn mm-hmm. because you have so much time, space and opportunity to learn how to do le- love yourself, to heal yourself. If you have any un- like take all of this time for yourself because relationships are fun, but they're also work. And it's like you want to make sure that you're good before getting into a relationship. And it's like sometimes people are so focused on getting in a relationship and not really thinking about like the the it's not that a relationship is a job but it does require you to work and put effort into it. and sometimes people don't think about that they're just kind of like i just want to be in a relationship so i would really encourage them to take this time focus on yourself do what you got to do and then when that relationship comes it's going to come like no pressure it's going to come when whenever you know it comes exactly okay and then okay so I, I know I told you 15 minutes. I don't want to keep it along, like I said. So before we leave, can you give me a date mm-hmm. story that you don't mind sharing with everyone that had so many red flags and how did you come out of that? Like a, a relationship I've been in that had red flags? Yeah, or, or dating anything. Anything that you don't... Or dating? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I've got my feelings invalidated. Like, because I, I that happened a couple of times, actually. Like, wanting to... That was a red flag that I had ignored. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this happened with two different people where I would just kind of say how I feel. And it was almost like a shutdown. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you don't like, like, or their feelings would override mine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that, at that point, like now I know if, if something, if I can catch it, I'm gonna catch it. Mm-hmm. But at, when that happened, like that really uh, dwindled me down back then. Like it really took a big toll on me because it was kind of, it made me feel insignificant. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel like my voice did not matter. And I was like, at, at a certain point in my life, like, girl, I was, I was like, it affected like what I did, the, my eating habits. It affected the way that I acted on a date. Like it was starting to really get to me. And it really, and I was really beating myself up because I thought that something was, I was making myself responsible mm-hmm. for somebody else's bad behavior. So it was kind of like, and it, and that all came from just, that was just the invalidate my emotions. That wasn't even everything else that kind of came with those relationships. But that was the main thing that I was like, that was my biggest red flag that I swore to never like look past mm-hmm. again. Wow. Well, I just took that. I, you're so strong. First of all, like you just, you you look great, first of all. And two, I agree. I feel like a lot of people try to manipulate you, gaslight you, deflect. You try to tell yeah. them, and then they try to play the victim. So I feel like that is a hard thing to do because sometimes your mind is not as strong as you think it is, and you just have to look back. Okay, I'm not going to do that again. And you're here. You're here. You're good. Okay. Period. Period. You're here. You're good. Okay. Period. Okay. Period. But, okay, we are... 15, we are over 15 minutes, but we need to do this again. I really enjoyed you. Yes. Thank you so much for talking to me and have a good day. Of course. And be blessed. You too, girl. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>